We're doing something crazy today. We're starting in the draft window view. We'll see if that helps me maybe get a few more views. I don't know. <laughs> we are here, of course. This is draft number four of the 2024 best ball draft season. It is February 1st. So of course, if you are following along chronologically, you now know the day and where we are with it. And today we are going to talk a little bit about some of the, the ADPs that I hate in particular. And I do have Jameer Gibbs in the thumbnail, and I don't know if that's fair to him, uh, but I do think for him, he's one guy I've seen people starting to talk themselves into it a little bit more on social media about Jameer Gibbs first round pick. Let's, uh, this is totally worth it. And I, I get it, man. I get the excitement of all that, but like, did we, are we going to murder David Montgomery in the off season? I still think that's a question that I would have about that. Uh, but either way, uh, I, I think that's one guy that stands out for me for sure. Rasheed Rice, another one too, where I just don't like it. I think the Chiefs bring in somebody there in free agency. Again, I feel like the Mike Evans Chiefs thing has been a rumor for a while, not for no reason. Uh, though I think there's a good shot he saves the Bucks as well. But I think, you know, you flirt with what's out there. Maybe see, you play with another historically great QB would be, I think Mike Evans, I don't know if he's going to consider this in terms of his own stuff. And if the Chiefs will have enough money to pay him, like, could you imagine being like the only guy who really played for Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes and got meaningful targets and was like their alpha targeter? That's like a, a pretty cool thing to have in your career. So if like Mike Evans goes to the Chiefs, Rasheed Rice is okay. Like he's not going to be a bad play, but at pick 22, pick 23, pick 24, I don't need that. So I think those are the two that I particularly hate, but drop yours in the chat. If there's any APs, of course, you guys are drafting as well. I'm sure as vigorously as I am here on stream, uh, then hopefully you guys will have some takes on that too. We got some GMs here, GMs all around. Of course, Mr. Mr. Always have to give him the credits both for himself and for splash play that top 10 finisher on underdogs, best ball mania four. So uh, well-deserved by him. And, and I still saw Mr. Mr. That you are, I believe arguing with Chipotle on social media. <laughs> So Mr. Mr. had this big old cash in BBM4 and is like, I'm not getting enough chips in my Chipotle. And I <laughs> I did see that on my feed. Actually, actually on my for you feed on Twitter from Mr. Mr. So I hope the chips, I hope the chips are plentiful <laughs> for Mr. Mr. with this big winnings. There we go. Uh, GM Bindles here. Bindles was watching your stream a little bit last night. I forget what you guys were talking about, um, but the guy, the coach, I, I didn't mind him very much uh, seeing him on camera. Not as good as Tyler, of course, in the, the co-Bindles streams, but that's how it goes. So we get Christian McCaffrey, CeeDee Lamb, Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, Brees Hall, Kyron Williams off the board. Amon Ross St. Brown goes to our guy Wigglesworth, who, as we saw yesterday, Wigglesworth is going to go and get his guys. He took Trevor Lawrence 40 spots ahead of ADP. We'll see what he does today. Uh, Jamar Chase, wide receiver, love in the first round. And Kyron Williams going at six. Another guy that, you know, based on what he did this year, I fully get why he would be the sixth pick. Do the Rams go in with the exact same configuration next year? Do they maybe want to take a little bit of the onus off of Kyron Williams? Maybe getting a real pass catching back uh, where Kyron was a little bit weak. He was a great rusher, but was a guy a little bit weak in that. Um, all right. So we do like the Atlanta changes. We also this year are willing to draft running backs a little bit more because we saw how we were hurt by some of our lack of running back depth last year. We're going to Bijan Robinson here as our pick. Again, Zach Robinson going to be the offensive coordinator now for them. Uh, coming over from the Rams, part of the move with Raheem Morris taking over as head coach. Uh, Raheem Morris, definitely a beloved players coach. So I think a lot of good things moving here. But I took Tyler Algier in drafts. I think taking Tyler Algier is fine too. As we always talk, new coaches coming in does create an ambiguous backfield. But for this one, it's like Bijan's going to get the work. I think they both get some amount of work. Uh, but I really do think Bijan does get the work. Uh, Garrett Wilson here, I don't mind. Could set up a little bit. 
of CJ Stroud stuff, though I do think Nico comes with a bit of an ADP risk because I think he will be cheaper at later parts. The Texans do add another receiver outside. So I'm going to go Garrett Wilson here. I'm not sure if that's going to make me do a jet stack. I still think Aaron Rodgers' fantasy points per game are probably low enough. Um, Even if he were to play all 17 games, um, I think probably low enough that you don't need Garrett Wilson to be stacked up. And I think that's something as well uh, that I'm trying to do is like I don't, um, I don't want to force stacks for players that I don't think are actually going to add value with the stack. I want to have my QB like be still a good QB, like a you know, not necessarily a Lamar, but a guy who's going to have more of that 20 to 30 fantasy point upside. It's like last year, you know, Kenny Pickett maybe could have taken the leap like Jordan Love did, but he didn't. And I felt like I kind of knew that going in that Kenny Pickett wasn't going to have reliable 20 point games. But because I like Pickens, because I like Deontay Johnson a certain amount relative to ADP, I didn't like him overall based on what he did the year before. But like I took Pickett a lot and I don't want to do that this year. So that's part of one thing I'm trying to change. Shout out to Bendles. Yes, of course. I, ch- I try to check stuff out. If I have time and I'm just online, uh, happy to click things and gave you, gave you a like too on that one as well. Uh, so hope that really helps. I'm sure that's going to be the big algorithmic boost that, that our boy Bendles is looking for. Hoping not to embarrass myself from the three hole in our first draft together. Yeah, TM Longacre here is Mr. Mr. Again, top 10 finisher. So if you want to follow the work of somebody that that crushed the results of probably every streamer out there, I guess besides like Vime 4, I think, I was the only guy who finished like top 12 out of all the big names. So, uh, you know, there you go. Follow TM Longacre in the three spot. CD Lamb going at two. I do like that. I do think CD Lamb really proved a lot to me last year. I was actually uh, tweeting at somebody today, the guy Justin uh, from, I think it's Dynasty Pro. I don't know what the fuck site people are from. Uh, <laughs> I don't follow things enough. Like those people who are arguing on uh, fantasy football Twitter about not getting paid in the league, no clue who they are. Uh, deranged people overall that I've seen on my feed now a few too many times. Uh, but this dude Justin was talking about like Tyree Kill and why like he would try to sell Tyree Kill. And I was like, you mean like Dynasty, right? Because I have heard people, and I think some of you guys in the chat even, have a little bit down on Tyree Kill and think that maybe he's not worth the ADP this year. And I think, um, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. If you're, if you're all team Tyree Kill, let me know. Like, I feel like I feel so good about him for best ball still. Like, what he did last year, I think in the playoffs, you're always gonna have those questions. Like, especially if you have two, is still a QB, but in regular season, like Tyreek's gonna get his unless he gets hurt. And obviously, we're not banking on that, even though you know he is 29 turning 30, so getting closer to that risky, risky age range of perhaps being hurt if he does get hurt over and over again. But this year, his injury, like people look at the targets down the stretch and it's like he hurt his ankle. Like he hurt his ankle. It was a high ankle sprain. He tried to play through it. I think that was affecting him along with Tua being dog shit and probably not being a Super Bowl caliber QB. I think those are the things that hurt Tyree Kill down the stretch. Marvin Harrison going 21 here. So he's another guy coming up, which frankly, I would rather have him than Rashi Rice. I think Stefan Diggs, we're pushing it a little bit. I kind of wonder if when we get to like normal best ball season where all the casual drafters are in, got to think Diggs is a little bit undervalued for where, yeah, I, I know he burned everybody last year. That was a really bad back half of the year, but there's a lot of outs for him currently, you know, in terms of being really the focal point of a re- reinvigorated Bills offense in the offseason, it's going to have to go out of their way to keep him from being a diva receiver or they're going to trade him. And like, he's going to be, again, I, I know I've had this take before on stream, but like every time I see Diggs going after Rasheed Rice and DJ Moore even, I'm like, come on. Do Kenny Pickett's tiny hands make his stick picks look huge? I mean, that's the one benefit, I guess you could say. Uh, RB Piggy here in the six hole. Kyron, Saquon, Travis Etienne. Uh, we got one developing here. Spider Monkey in the 10 hole. Gibbs and Achan. Um, again, two guys I really don't love the ADPs of. I Like I loved Achan last year, having him, getting him in those 115s even. Still felt really good about that, even with him missing as much time as he did. But good God, man, that Achan price tag is unreal. Uh, Laporta's price tag coming up a little bit here. Devontae Smith, we could take. Jalen Hurts, we could take. Jalen Hurts, 
I'm not going to take a lot of elite QB. Oh, man. This is tough. This is tough. I'm going to go Jalen Hurts. I think this is an interesting pick. I think this team feels good. I don't love elite QB. I think it's more of a regular season play. I think it's more of a, it's not really one that benefits you in week 17, which is when we do need those points the most. Uh, but I think it is one that gives this team in the, in the big board. We know a stack's going to be there with Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith. So I'm hoping that we'll get Devontae Smith back, but maybe Falcor will, will blow that for me. We'll find out. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. No, he takes him. Falcor took him. So I was... <laughs> That was part of the logic was I was hoping that I could get Jalen Hurts with Devontae Smith, but now we're not getting there. Uh, Keenan Allen, I think not dead, but we are now getting another year of age on him with the soft tissue stuff that has lingered. I'm really not opposed to reaching for leak neighbors here. I feel like I'm doing the full shiny new toy thing that I accuse other people of, but I want a high upside wide receiver and Devontae Smith, my natural stack partner there, got taken away. You know, they got Hurts that I took Hurts. They'll ban Tush Push. I don't think they're going to do that. I think the Tush Push is safe. Hip drop tackles, though, I, I hope are gone. I really think that's one where it honestly hurt me. Like I had, like I think, three players as you go out in game that I had played heavy amounts of in whatever DFS format who got hip drop tackled out of the game. I'm cool with them never being back, I think. But, you know, that's just me as a guy that knows ball. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> I like hold the ball, by the way, in a way that you should never hold the ball. Uh, but, yeah, it really is, um, I don't know. This Keenan Allen, though, the soft tissue stuff. Yes, story of my life while getting older. Uh, it's not great. Obviously, if you're a professional athlete, it's going to be a little bit less a little bit less bad than us average Joes here who are waking up with a random back injury from just sleeping in bed. So that was the first thing I remember when I turned, like, some point after I turned 30. And one night, I just, like, went to bed, and, like, my neck, I woke up, and I was like, why does my neck hurt? I just, like, slept. And <laughs> I think that's that's Keenan Allen every day, but you know, probably worse because he's also getting hit by uh, 200 to 250 pound men repeatedly. So that's a lot to ask. Uh, Lameek here likes neighbors a lot too. Look, I like neighbors a lot. I've heard some people, I actually think they're on copper prices, uh, tweeted out a Stephen A. Smith hot take, uh, saying Malik neighbors over MHJ. I don't think that's necessarily the case. Like there's a chance, obviously relative to the offense. It's like, I think neighbors could outperform Marvin Harrison jr. This year, but like Marvin Harrison's like your, your standard, like he's your guy that's been the alpha receiver for the last 30 years. I mean, probably even more than that, but like, he's that guy, like a bigger body guy is playing outside. You know, it's just one of those things where like, that's what Marvin Harrison is. He's always going to have that upside there as being that prototypical player that, you know, teams can scheme around for neighbors. Like he's electric. He's like a more modern receiver. He's going to have to rely on his speed a little bit. He's not the biggest guy in the world. I think he's like listed at six one uh, might even be less than that. Actually don't have my data window open, but now that reminds me to do it. Uh, he is listed at yeah, six foot and 200. So we might be talking like five eleven. you know, not like a huge guy. So he's got to be shifty. Got to get himself into space. Um, but that said, like, I think in terms of fantasy production, if neighbors lands in the right spot and then we see Marvin Harrison again, be that T Higgins to somebody's Jamar chase out there, then that's not going to be as good for Harrison. <laughs> you skipped MLB season. I have thought, I mean, I will say for all you guys out there, I, you can see in the pin comments, by the way, uh, asking for your support with probably again, check out, uh, probably on the app store. There was a link, uh, right there in the pin chat. I will also drop it in the pin comments when the stream is over. Uh, but basically can use your guys support on there. Um, but yeah, I, I was going to say that uh, if you guys support probably one of the things with, with probably if like it probably makes enough money, I can make an NBA channel. I can make an MLB channel. So I need you guys to support probably because it'll help me spit off more spags endeavors and make more financial sense of it all. So uh, support probably supports it supports splash play at all. I mean, honestly, if I probably had enough money. I could probably buy Pete way <laughs> Pete back over here, can pay enough money to get him into back into our hearts and lives. 
Our guy Tyler here, member for seven months. Wow, what a, that's, I can't believe you've had memberships for seven months. Time flies when you're having fun, right? I accidentally maxed the little board. Wow, the little big board, <laughs> the little big board. Uh, so you'll be seeing even more. Wow, okay. That's crazy. I mean, I do think that one's going to fill probably a little bit earlier because of it being a 20 max. I've only put two entries in so far. I've not been drafting a ton at night. All right, so we have a 1-1-2 right now. Hertz, Bijan, Garrett Wilson, Malik Neighbors. Uh, JSN, an okay pick here. Kamara, I feel like going the wrong way. Derek Hender, I think, goes somewhere good in free agency, but we are running some risk there. I'm going to go JSN. I'm still going to keep making the bet here and there that Tyler Lockett doesn't come back to Seattle. Or if he does, that they kind of shunt him down uh, the pecking order a little bit more in the hopes of getting JSN some opportunity. Uh, some concern, though, that Seattle pass volume could go down a bit. Mike McDonald, the new coach there, uh, was just hired as of yesterday from the Baltimore Ravens. So a uh, young 36-year-old, so young, younger than me. Feels great to see people younger than you doing doing well, <laughs> having really cool jobs. Um, but yeah, he's a, uh, let, me, let me make the pick here. But definitely a defensive coach who I would expect will will run the you know squeeze the air out of the ball a little bit more. Um, all right, so we have another pick here. I think a receiver would make sense because we did not get great receiver talent in uh, Christian Kirk, reaching for him, or we have to take a running back. Austin Eckler's got to go somewhere good and get used, right? I kind of think so. I'm going to take Kirk. I'm going to take Kirk. I prefer the wide receiver right now. There's enough running backs on the board. Can make the case. Wow, Richardson went AR going at 56. I feel so proud of him. And yet also, I don't know that I want to pay that price. <laughs> like, I'm sure I will when I psychologically adjust to where these guys are going more. And I think that's something that is an adjustment part for all of this, where some guys I'm just like this price tag, like all the guys that I hated ADP at their ADPs right now. I'm like, man, I just don't want to take you. But at a certain point, it's like, I need to get some of this guy. So I just kind of have to accept that this is what the market wants him at. And you just have to take him at some point. But God damn, that is a... A steam actually mad Maddie's our guy uh, Matthew in the in the splash play chat. So there we go. He's taking AR bright and early. Do we need a GoFundMe to get Nana Pete back? Yeah, I mean <laughs> Pete's quotes <laughs> that he's getting from Football Outsiders are pretty expensive. So I don't know. You got to ask Pete what the price tag is. But I, I that would be that would be the goal if probably we're making enough money would be to not probably couldn't do five days a week. Of course, I don't expect that of Pete. Pete's got a lot of things on his calendar, but um, would be nice to get that back together. But I don't know. We'll find out. Dak Prescott going at 66 feels about right. AR. I feel like AR going at 56, a little bit aggressive, but I think our guy, Mad Maddie here wanted to get both guys here with AR and Joe Burrow. Um, so I could understand that because he does have Jamar chase and he's got Taylor. All right. So that makes honestly pretty logical draft by Maddie here, even though I do think that's a little bit of a premium on AR. He wasn't going to be able to get him at 80. So I think that's a reasonable way to try to get him. And he's basically cornering the market on Colts touchdowns where we know that Colts RPO is going to be cooking with AR and Jonathan Taylor. Assuming those guys are healthy and Jamar chase and Joe Burrow, you know, continuity there, Joe Burrow being healthy, uh, definitely a redemption campaign for the Bengals coming next year or one that just like leads to them going to shit. But I tend to think more of a redemption campaign to be more likely. Not as much splash play without Pete or not as much splash without people. We're making waves as best we can. Yeah. Look, I, I miss him. Like I miss just doing the shows and talking with him on a regular basis, but you know that it is what it is. Like I, he's got a lot of shit to do in season, even though he wanted to do less in season. So I definitely get it, but uh, we'll definitely, yeah, we'll figure it out. I think that's always how it goes. I feel like we do have to figure some stuff out as well. Brian Johnson just subscribed. I'm spider monkey. Okay. Spider monkey. Where are you picking? All right. So he's picking here. So he went Gibbs and A-Chan, laid off running back, now going wide receiver. As long as you stay on the wide receiver path, I think that's a nice start for yourself. There you go. Another guy to root for in this draft room. 
Hopefully this one doesn't get ruled out. Again, already have had one stream draft thrown out this year. Our first draft, we did a 2.30, a couple hours after the big board opened. Uh, that one still exists on YouTube, thankfully. Uh, but the 9QB drafts, apparently not a thing that's just an inconvenience this year. As we talked about yesterday, there's now a thing where they will throw drafts out. If people are drafting 9QBs and fucking up the room that much. I rate us for cheaper. It the rates have to be for free and it has to be the exact time I want to do things. But look, there's possibilities to expand things more here. I just like, I think for me, the thing with Splash Play has always been like, I need it to be a big enough platform that it's worth then doing more stuff for other people. And even for guests, it's like, I don't want to ask like, Matt Harmon to do a stream here when it's just like me. Like, I don't, you know, I, that's sort of, but that's my own, like, eh, you know, I just like getting in a rhythm doing stuff. That's part of why it's too. Like, I just like doing the draft today. It's just easy to kind of plug in, you know, I, I take in information all day long, then come in here and do that. I will have to say though, I did do uh, the NBA, uh, the regular draft here, the daily draft on underdog yesterday and had some good teams, but Jamal Murray killed me really got killed by that. But that was fun. I didn't realize how easy it is to just auto draft off projections. Um, like I had a lot of Kobe white yesterday, which I was worried about because he was basically popping in every team. I had a lot of Kobe white because he was like really good in my projections. And I guess people just weren't drafting him an underdog. I'm um, relative to ADPs. And that helped out a lot. But then Jamal Murray just killed my teams. But yeah, if you have like NBA projections, I didn't realize you just, you just put in the rankings and it took like five minutes of Excel CSV work. And I uh, figured out how to update things. And I was just able to run 20 lineups and auto draft them all, which, you know, probably not optimal, but was an easy way to do it. Get some, act, some action going. Did you get your $10 back from that draft? I think that's how that works. Yeah, I would just, I would assume. I don't notice $10 <laughs> usually. Uh, not to sound like a big baller here. I just don't notice $10. Um, but I would assume I got it back. Yeah, I don't think they just went, nah, we're keeping it. <laughs> we're throwing the draft out and also we're keeping your money. Sorry. Welcome to Underdog. <laughs> the community of the people. Um, all right, we got Najee Harris here. Raheem Mostert coming all the way down. Mm, we got some fun. Uh, we, got, we have some less fun options and some more fun options. I'm going to take Evan Ingram here because we do have the Jacksonville stuff and I can I can buy a cheap Trevor Lawrence. I don't think that's an awful thing to do. Dan Quinn to the commie is underwhelming. That is underwhelming. That is underwhelming. <laughs> I missed NBA day. NBA day was just a private spags activity. Cause I was like, I want to play some NBA today, but uh, you know, the DFS slates, the NFL D or the NBA DFS slates on DraftKings, Like I just can't do it. Cause I do Luca bath time and, and bedtime and all that. Um, so yeah, I did not, not have that. Uh, all right. So. Mm, I might grab both my tight ends here. I obviously need to start taking running backs at some point, but I want a little Brock Bowers. I like Njoku, but I just like Brock Bowers is fun. Again, I want to get some fun rookies. It's still the big board. I got to get my guys. Uh, Brock Bowers watching some uh, Hayden was tweeting a little bit about him. And I've, I've watched enough Brock Bauer uh, video at this point. I've not watched like full games of him because I, I don't know why. Actually, I guess I should because I, I do like to do that for players that I really want to understand more and actually want to feel like a professional film guy, <laughs> even though I am very much not. Um, but like Brock Bowers, like he does have some fun stuff to him where he's not just uh, Hayden compared to Kyle Pitts. And it's like Kyle Pitts was all kind of getting things down the seam, getting things downfield. Brock Bowers really is more of like a guy who's going to work the flats, going to be able to get into like a, a nice safe range for a quarterback. And then it really makes some damage happen after the catch as well. Um, so I think for Brock Bowers, like I just like having him in a lot of builds right now. And he's, he's like appropriately priced. Honestly, he's probably a little bit overpriced, I guess, relative to what he should be. But I think when we get into the draft process, when he's picked, you know, top 15, probably top 20 at, at the worst. But I think, I think more likely he goes like top 10. Um, I think Brock Bowers then steams up even more and ends up being like a top 60 pick. And 
We're going to pay that price. I'll pay that price then too, but I, I'll be less stoked about it. Brock's undervalued until he passes Brian Thomas in ADP, which he will. I'm still not 100% sold on Brian Thomas. I really think that he benefited a lot. I look, I think he's got the raw stuff. If he tests well at the combine, if his RAS scores are good, that's what's going to matter more. The draft capital, the RAS, plus how he performed, which was good. Again, he was like really good. So I don't want to like short, short him out too much there. 0.63 EPA per target is incredibly good, but a 23% target route run rate, like he's not really earning targets at a rate that you want to see for a big alpha receiver outside. You didn't have Malik neighbors there, and that makes things both harder for him to earn targets, makes it easier for him to have efficiency on his targets though. So I kind of need to know what Brian Thomas is without Malik neighbors. Like, um, and I think it's a good sign for Malik neighbors too, because Malik neighbors commanded a ton of targets and crushed with Brian Thomas there. But you know, Brian Thomas threatening deep, you could case, I guess, make the case there. Uh, shouts to the very nice 69 viewers watching live here. Of course, if you are, are watching live or after the fact, uh, please do hit that subscribe button. Please do hit that like button. Please leave a comment down below. Honestly, if you're watching after the fact, just leave an emoji. Helps us with the algorithm. Helps it get seen by more people and all that. So please, uh, or thoughtful comments too. Anything you want to ask about or talk about? Any I don't know. Any bullshit? Let me know. All right. How can I take away an underdog? Promo code SPLASH, double your deposit up to 100 bucks. And if you're playing DraftKings, NBA DFS, NFL DFS as well, you get weekly packages, all that stochastic, say 15%, link in the description down below. And you can also, of course, uh, just use promo code SPLASH on there, um, including their all new uh, Everything Sims product, which they've promoted like a strip club, like a lot of neon lights, <laughs> a lot of, uh, not, not a naked, like curvaceous lady in neon lights, but still, definitely looks a little strip clubby to me. Still though, a great product to get all their Sims and stuff. And, uh, uh, they gave me access to their PGA and MMA ones, which I am uh, excited to see. I did play PGA over the weekend. Again, uh, had a positive ROI on that uh, from just throwing in 20 lineups, so I guess like 25. Um, so, yeah, it's worth it. I don't I don't know how much I'll do it, but I think it's fun if you are somebody that wants to get more action. And if you're somebody like me too that like can't play DFS at the normal time, uh, sometimes these other sports, you have other times you can get stuff in. Because uh, NBA late states have been ass lately. Knicks versus Pacers seems like a nice matchup night. Heavy DiVincenzo and Hart. Yeah, DiVincenzo, I got a lot of the other day too. And I didn't realize like how much of a per minute monster he's been. Cause like, I would have thought that he's losing some touches, but with Randall out or whatever, like it's going to be a lot of opportunity just for anybody. Cause uh, the Randall's such a fucking ball hog. I mean, he's like, I, Randall's great, but he's definitely a ball hog. Watch your best ball playoff video. I got a team in the finals of the gauntlet. Very nice. Uh, good luck, Brian. Yeah, good luck to all you guys who are still keeping teams alive there. Um, I have not had that same success, unfortunately, but I only did the ones that we did on stream for the most part. So that's like, I, you get what you put in. I think it's always gonna be the case with this stuff. Mike Williams, maybe a little bit undervalued, but it's coming off the knee. Chase Brown, fun pick to pair here. Trevor Lawrence, though, I think we need to take as our second QB because I could have probably kicked him one more pick, but whatever Falcor is going to take who he takes, it doesn't matter. So we're putting Trevor Lawrence with our Christian Kirk team so far. I guess I can wait to recap the team until we make our next pick. But Trevor Lawrence, single stack here. Double stack, actually, with Evan Ingram. Uh, we got Brock Bowers. I think we got some fun stuff. Um, all right, Chase Brown's still here. I do like that as a pick. Chuba, I'm less sold on Chuba. I think Chuba's getting an assumption of a role that might not be there. New coaching staff again there. Uh, old coaching staff love Chuba. Well, Dave Canales' crew, I don't know about that. Team so far, two QBs, Jalen Hurts and Trevor Lawrence, two running backs, Bijan Robinson and Chase Brown, and a partridge in a pear tree. Uh, Garrett Wilson, Malik Neighbors, JSN, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Christian Kirk at wide receiver, and a tight end, Evan Ingram and Brock Bowers. The only uncanceled Brock out there right now is Brock Lesnar is donezo. He'll, 
he is not returning uh, to pro wrestling based on the transgressions, it sounds like. So uh, instead, Troy Franklin going to 111. I don't love that, but I don't love that for me. Love that for, for Spider Monkey here. Uh, but Troy Franklin, what is, is his ADP hasn't come up that much. That's just Spider Monkey getting out of pocket, right? He's, he's up to 123. All right, our boy Troy Franklin getting his getting his dues finally. Troy Franklin hive. The Audric Estime hive and the Troy Franklin hive. We're, we're, we're thriving. Yeah, we had this one. I guess I should give my take in it. Uh, anytime a defensive head coach comes in, I do expect it to be a little more of like a run-heavy approach and one that tries to put the onus on the defense to make stops. So I think it's a bad thing for Terry McLaurin. I think it's a bad thing for Dobson. I think it's a bad, probably not a bad thing for Brian Robinson slash Chris Rodriguez slash maybe Antonio Gibson. I actually don't know if Antonio Gibson is under contract for next year. I think he might be a free agent based on, yeah, I think he's a free agent based on some of the early ones I've seen, right? Yeah, he's an un uh, unrestricted free agent, Antonio Gibson. There's somebody who was like, Antonio Gibson would be a great fit in Miami. Like, no, he fucking wouldn't. <laughs> Stop with Antonio Gibson. Like, enough of it, man. He couldn't He couldn't get a role now for, what, five straight years? Like, enough. Let's let's, let's sleeping dogs lie with Antonio Gibson. Um, but I think it could be a good thing that Dan Quinn is there for Brian Robinson or Chris Rodriguez. Maybe both, but they're kind of the similar back. Um, and Chris Rodriguez, I think, has less juice. I would go Brian Robinson still. Uh, but yeah, I think that's, that's probably how I would read into that. I don't think he's going to have like a cowboy style offense, but we'll see who he brings in his offensive coordinator. That tells more of a picture. And if he brings the enemy back, I expect a little more consistency there. And then you can see, uh, kind of similar things. Oh, uh, what the fuck did Brock Purdy do? I don't know where, what this is in reference to, but, uh, he got drafted at, uh, at 85. That's what he, that's what he done did. I think Chuba gets drafted out of the starting role. He wasn't great this year. He was just better than inconsistent. I agree. I, I fully agree with that. I think Chuba, Chuba, the old coaching staff liked because he was reliable. He didn't fumble. He passed protected pretty well. Um, things that Miles Sanders was struggling with this year. So I think for Chuba, that was it. He was just the better, the lesser of two evils. So I fully agree with that. I think they could, Bucky Irving being a Panther spot, I think it'd be a lot of fun uh, for Dave Canales kind of offense where he then gets those Rashad White kind of touches, uh, especially the checkdowns. I think it'd be great. Um you know, look, estimate can go anywhere. <laughs> I would love estimate um, also. But, uh, you know, like, honestly, for the Rashad White role, how that was played uh, by Dave Canales last year as the offensive coordinator for the Bucks, I think you do want, a, like, a pass catching back in that mix. And, you know, somebody could do both, ideally, because I think that's what kind of keeps uh, defense honest against them. Oh, okay. I got it now. Brock Purdy, my bad. You're right. <laughs> Brock Purdy did not do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Brock Purdy was not top of mind. There's a few like baseball players named Brock too. So they're like, there's more Brock's out there than I think <laughs> I was aware of when I had that in my mind. Yes, yeah, so there are a lot of guys named Brock. When did Brock become such a popular name? Jaden Daniels goes, he wouldn't have been a fit for us because we have Jalen Hurts and stupid Trevor Lawrence, but Jaden Daniels a 125. I think a very fair price of Caleb Williams is going to go 115. Uh, we are now seeing though, man, like, this is really a year where you're getting some deep discounts on these guys. Like Daniel Jones at 173.5. Again, awful. But like he's free and we know he can put up 40 point games where he runs a lot. And you got to think things will be better for the Giants. Uh, I would think they spent a lot of resources proving that offensive line. We could also get another year of health for Wandale Robinson. Another year of uh, experience for guys like Dar uh, for you know, Darius Slayton. I guess it's got enough. But uh, for Jalen Hyatt. Uh, hopefully Darren Waller is still on the team and then they can use him a little more effectively and maybe he has better health, but I don't think that's the most likely. I just think the giants can be better, but point being is like, 
there's too many QBs that are completely draftable and have a valid case to make for him. So I don't know that you have to go crazy reaching for guys. I think for Jaden Daniels though, like, as I've mentioned, I think he is a special player and I should be prioritizing more to be honest, because now he's getting more expensive by the day. And I've, I've obviously been in the bag for him since the moment we talked about him a couple, I guess a month ago now. Coming up here, we have this two, two, four, two build. So definitely need some wide receiver support. Uh, definitely need everything besides tight end and QB. Uh, Jonathan Brooks, ACL tear would not be a guy I would take still at this ADP. Ty Chandler, we don't think keeps the role, but at a certain point, I probably should get a few shares. Uh, Blake Corum, I think a little bit overvalued because he's not going to combine out well. Um, I'm going to take Ty Chandler here just because I can't. I'm trying to not always fade guys that I think are a little bit flimsy, but Ty Chandler, kind of the same thing to me as Chuba Hubbard. Just don't think they're long-term plans, guys. I think they were right spot, right time guys who now will per perhaps be displaced. Maybe they won't. Like, I think that's the, you know, the 50-50 of it all, but I think more likely to get displaced than not. It's a big board and almost mandatory three QB builds so you don't get nuked by bye weeks. Now, nah, you could... You again, you could have an entire year missing one QB and still make the finals like I have before. Like, um, so honestly, my semifinal seems like I, I it's happened a lot, so I wouldn't even I wouldn't worry about that too much. All right, on the clock back here again, Gabe Davis at this point is just an okay value. We know he's going to give us the theoretical spike week or two, and I am sure I will take enough Stefan Diggs over the course of draft season that I should have some Gabe Davis. So, the team so far, Jalen Hurts, Trevor Lawrence. Bijan Robinson, Chase Brown, Ty Chandler, Garrett Wilson, Malik Neighbors, JSN, Christian Kirk, Gabe Davis, Evan Ingram, Brock Bowers. Um, can make the case that maybe I should have just taken a third tight end with Dallas Goddard. I really didn't want to. <laughs> I think we have enough at tight end. And I was too excited to take Brock Bowers. So I would like to get maybe a gain well late, I think would be okay. Um, there's really nothing else in the wide receiver core. Quez came out on a little bit down the stretch, but is he even going to be on the team next year? I don't know. Um, I think we're probably just going to do a naked Jalen Hurts, and that's fine. Uh, variance of scores for the big board minimizes the impact of unknown bye weeks. Yeah, I think that's fair. And I think in general, the bye week thing is overrated. Like, I know I had some of my best teams that did advance, were ones, even ones that, like, you know, they got into the playoffs in particular, were ones where I had two QBs in the same bye week. And I guess that might have made me more unique, too. Um, but, you know, like, that's, I don't think it's that deep. I wouldn't sweat it. Obviously, I've got a, your way to do it, but I wouldn't sweat it. Three QB only if you're taking rookie heavy a position and are trying to make three different playoff stacks uh, or get three different stacks. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, I think if you have the rookies, obviously, as we talked about, I think the value of a Caleb Williams is like a little bit low. It's like having CJ Shroud where maybe that helped you out in the big board, but like ultimately the bigger value of CJ Shroud is going to be having him with Nico Collins, having him with Tank Dell, having him with Dalton Schultz uh, to a certain extent, having him with Singletary. Um, so that's where the value was last year in having Stroud. So if you just had Stroud, it's like you're doing okay. You're not really getting the full benefit of getting him right. And I think that's the case this year for Caleb Williams. For Jaden Daniels, I think it's a little bit different. He's more like an AR where the stack doesn't really have to hit for him to get there. I do expect the stack to hit with him because, as I've mentioned, I believe he's a combination of CJ Stroud and Anthony Richardson. But I think that he is a guy where um, he can get there. And if you don't get the stack, you know, it sucks. It would be nice to get the stack, but it's not going to kill you. Yeah, let's see. Do you think people will overweight three to four QB builds due to PTSD from an outlier injury year? I actually haven't thought of that. I think it's a good question. Um, I think you'll see more three QB. Yeah, I think four QB, probably not. Four QB is a little bit aggressive. I did have one weird four QB build that I liked a lot, but it was because McCaffrey kind of carried the majority of the load on that. So I think for me, I don't think it's insane to do that. It's all relative to how things align, where if you get good values on guys at running back and any good, good values on guys at wide receiver, 
like then, yeah, you've gotten enough draft capital allotted where if you somehow are in a room where like they allow guys to fall 10 picks multiple times over, like you then end up with these super teams. That's happened to me before when I've gone zero RB in rooms uh, where you then hit wide receiver heavy, everybody else is taking running backs. And then it's like, okay, now I'm taking running backs, but they're all taking wide receiver, tight end QB. So like you end up with really good values in those rooms. And I think that's still going to be um, when you could do a three to four QB build and have it be credible. But I agree that people as a baseline will do that even in lineups where like you don't have that luxury, which you don't always have that luxury. I don't realize he was a UDFA. Um, let me just confirm that. But um, I think they would re-sign him. I, I mean, I think he's probably in the best possible position to get re-signed after how they did do that. And yeah, he is a confirmed uh, unrestricted free agent. So I trust Adam, but I always got to make sure before I give information out. Um, yeah, I think that the playoffs kind of showed that they needed him. Uh, maybe, or at least you can make the case. His agent can make the case that the playoffs showed they needed him. Uh, they could upgrade the position and I think they could get somebody else. I mean, if they got... Troy Franklin in that run. <laughs> not everything could be Troy Franklin. I've, I've already put Troy Franklin to the chiefs. I've put Troy Franklin uh, to the bills, but like if they get a Troy Franklin type or, you know, they can't get MHJ, but like they got an MHJ type, they get a neighbor's type somehow. That's an upgrade on Diggs. So I think we'll see how the draft goes, I guess though. They might have to, they might have to handle Diggs sooner than that. Um, is free agency before the draft or after the draft this year. Cause I feel like that's moved around in recent years. Uh, NFL offseason. Somebody in the chat will tell me, I'm sure, before I finish it. Schedule. Mm -mm -mm. This is all about the in-season important dates. So I know when they're reporting to camp, but it's not when free agency starts. NFL free agency 2024. It's a start. I'm on the clock. <laughs> Free agencies before? Okay. So they have to make a decision on Gabe then before. Yeah, I mean, they'll see if Gabe prices himself out, I guess, would be the way that I would think that goes. Um, we could take Aaron Rodgers for a 3QB build, but I don't know about that. I'm going to take a share of Jalen Polk. I do think he's interesting. Um, don't mind Quentin Johnston here either. Do need some running backs, but we'll see. I think Falcor. Well, Falcor, he can go either way. We'll see. Let's see what we get back. It wasn't like two years ago, the draft was before free agency, right? And then, I don't know. I, I think for them, though, you probably see what Gabe wants. If Gabe's going to settle for a reasonable price, then you don't take a, uh, a wide receiver. But if Gabe's not going to settle for a reasonable price, I think you're probably a little more live for it. And you could also still just have Dalton Kincaid pick up more snaps while still playing Dawson Knox, um, which wasn't a bad configuration, even though, again, they did kind of lose in the playoffs for not having that guy, not having a Gabe Davis type to at least keep defenses honest downfield. Uh, so we'll see. I think it could go either way. I'd say that's a like that's definitely a coin toss. Most things obviously are going to be a coin toss, but I think that is also one uh, that would really be a pronounced coin toss. Might give Shakir a bump. I don't know. I think if you're putting Shakir out there, I guess there's a yeah, look. I think that's a reasonable thing to draft as like if you're treating these drafts like, hey, I'm betting on these outcomes that are going to be correct. I think it's a reasonable one to have. I'm kind of thinking it'd be interesting to do a bet on Tyler Algier as well as Bijan to try to corner the market there. I'm trying to be a little more ha handcuff agnostic. I don't love Eli Mitchell. Don't love Braylon Allen. He is a big rookie, but not a rookie. I think he's going to have a ton of draft capital behind him. Uh, I feel like his best fit would be like an AJ Dillon replacement in green Bay. So I'm going to do two running backs, to the same team here. And I hope it works out. Obviously Miami worked out a lot. Will it work out for Atlanta? I don't know, but uh, I'm going to try it a little bit more this year is all I can say. Try to just let it go. I don't think it's great. I don't think it's my ideal. But we got to try different things, right? You got to get outside our comfort zone. 
And now that Arthur Smith is gone, it's like it's like having an exorcism in your house. It's like it's all every dinner is going to be sweeter when the ghost and your your child's not spitting up uh, pea soup. Audra Gastemay. So Matthew's just taking my guys. It now, <laughs> it now feels like Audra Gastemay goes at one sixty one here. What is his ADP? One seventy point Matthew. Oh, you're lucky you're paying customer Matthew. <laughs> but it's okay. No Audra Gastemay. Big fan of the team. Thank you. I will read the team again because I didn't do it after that turn. Jalen Hurts and Trevor Lawrence, uh, Bijan Robinson, Chase Browns, Ty Chandler, Tyler Algier. I don't, I don't love this running back room, but if we get it right, if it does work out for Chase Brown and Chandler, I think it's pretty good. But if it doesn't, and I think it's more likely it doesn't, I think we're in a tough spot. We also have those guys in Algier, Garrett Wilson, Malik Neighbors, JSN, Christian Kirk, Gabe Davis, Jalen Polk, and then Evan Ingram, Brock Powers. Like our tight ends, like our QBs, Wide receivers, you could talk me into. Running back, I have a little bit of concern about. The people need it. I need a Daniels draft. I fucking want Jane Daniels, but all my guys are now going earlier than I'm accustomed for. And I think that's one of the things that happens every year in the big board is like, I fall in love with these guys. And then it's like AR last year. It's like why I started fucking picking them ahead of ADP a little bit is because I was like, I can't I can't get AR in a draft if I let him fall to me. Nobody's letting him fall to me. And that's how Jaden Daniels is here. That's now how Troy Franklin is. Uh, that's how our guy Matthew Audric Estime is now that. Those are my guys. And now I, I can't get them. Got Brock Bowers though. But I would like to get a draft where I get all four of Jaden Daniels, um, Audric Estime, Troy Franklin, Brock Bowers. I think that's the four that I want in particular. I can't get it. Grab some receivers, Matty. What, what does he have? He's got Jamar, Mike Evans, T. Higgins. Josh Downs, Michael Wilson. Yeah, getting, getting a little light. Could have perhaps taken a receiver Audric, over Audric Estime and tried to get him on the way back, but he's he's mad, Maddie. He's not sane, Maddie. <laughs> what do you want? Rational decisions? No, we want we want wild cards. <laughs> he's gone mad. He's like Crazy Eddie, the old electronics store when I was a very small child, which will date me exponentially. This contest will fill probably two weeks before the draft, so you'll need to make your bets well in advance of that date. Yes, yes, that is true. Uh, let's see. Defensive Dan Quinn and Ben Johnson saying Detroit feels like a burn run out or a bum run out for the Daniel ceiling. Yeah, that's true. Um, the hope would be for Dan Quinn that he saw what worked in Dallas last year and he decides, hey, we got to play a similar thing. Also, just going to point out quickly, Xavier Leggett going here. Liked him a lot. He's a little bit older, uh, but had a bad first day at the Senior Bowl. Had a really good second day at the Senior Bowl. So people were like, oh, I guess you must be good. He looked really great in advanced analytics. Looks like an A.J. Brown kind of type. Uh, like Leggett a lot here. And I think yeah, the age thing is probably going to knock him down second, third round. But he is a player that could do some damage, I think. Uh, so another guy to highlight here. Uh, as I'll try to do more. I feel like there's too many things to talk about over the course of a draft. Both the things you guys are saying in chat as well as what I'm, uh, what I'm thinking along the way. But Got to highlight guys like Leggett because he is an important one. Potentially an important player who could... Boy, if he lands in the right spot, I don't know what that spot would be offhand, but... Again, the T. Higgins replacement role is the one that appeals to me the most. If the if the Bengals couldn't come to terms with him, he didn't want to do the franchise tag and they didn't put it on him, um, I think that's still the most interesting spot. Damian Pierce, I have no faith in. His wide receivers are getting pretty narrow. Don't think Jalen Hyatt's a bad play. We are expecting, I expect rather, the... Giants to be better this year. And I think we could use a little more wide receiver upside. So I'll go Jalen Hyatt. He showed us a few spike weeks with stupid Tommy DeVito. Uh, what can he do if Daniel Jones is not getting sacked every play? Uh, <laughs> it's going to be the hope for this year. 
Danielson, New England with their style, current receiver room feels rough. Yeah. I don't know. If I were New England, I would take a serious consideration to just go with Marvin Harrison Jr. And then with Bo Nix, uh, Bo Nix has not had a great senior bowl, though I think if I'm going to defend somebody from the senior bowl, I think it's Bo Nix. I think Bo Nix is going to be at his best in an offense that he knows like clockwork because he ran that Oregon offense like extremely well and was really efficient in short spaces and kind of timing route stuff. Um, so I think he'll be better than people are going to think from this uh, senior bowl stuff. Uh, we got a two, four, seven, two. Again, I would still like to get to six, seven running backs. No matter where I take uh, my first running back. I uh, don't think we need another QB again. I don't think AJ Dillon has a job. Antonio Gibson. Can he luck box a better spot in free agency? Maybe God, this is a terrible spot to draft. I'm going to go Dowdle. Don't have a lot of faith here, but we're basically playing the, for, for running back, we were playing the game of, are these shitty running backs that could probably be upgraded? Are they going to somehow keep this job just sheerly out of inertia or lack of cap space and draft capital? And that's the hope for my running back room besides Bijan. We got Jalen Hurts, Trevor Lawrence at QB, Bijan, Chase Brown, Ty Chandler, Tyler Algier for the full Atlanta backfield, and Rico Daddle. Wide receiver, Garrett Wilson, Malik Neighbors, JSN, Christian Kirk, Gabe Davis, Jalen Polk, Jalen Hyatt, double Jalen's with different spelling. That's always what I've been looking for. And Evan Ingram and Brock Barris with my two Jalen's like a kindergarten now in 2024. <laughs> it's just different spellings of Jalen's litter the classes. This is the point where I feel like I'm at a birthday party. Just trying to hit the pinata swinging blindly. Yeah. I mean, look, you got Trey Palmer, which I like Trey Palmer played pretty well. If you did see Mike Evans leave Tampa Bay, Trey Palmer probably takes a pretty, pretty big jump upwards though. He was great outside in Nebraska. I don't know that he looked like an outside receiver though. They didn't really give him a shot to be an outside receiver, obviously, because Mike Evans was healthy all year. Uh, but Trey Palmer, I think, can be can be a guy that takes a second year leap and has and has outs too, where like the guy you want to have his talent take a leap, but you also want the opportunity to get bigger because people are leaving or whatever, or he earns a bigger role. With Mike Evans there, he's not gonna earn a bigger role. Um, but yeah, maybe. Okay, Mike Evans is going to the Chiefs. <laughs> everybody's going to the chiefs. We mock everyone to the chiefs. Every tight end goes to the chargers and every uh, wide receiver goes to the chiefs. Oh, three Jalen's with hurts. That's true. I didn't even, I do have three different spellings of Jalen. That is very fun. <laughs> that, that feels like a really dorky thing to be excited about, but I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> three different Jalen's. What other, what other spellings of Jalen could there be? I feel like there's only, there would have to be only like white trash girl spellings. Like, like J-A-Y-L-I-N-N-E. J-A-Y-L-Y-N-N-E. Like a, like a real Luan from King of the Hill type. That's what I'm imagining with that spelling of Jalen. And here we are at the part of the draft where not much is great. Still think Dobbins is a good pick at this ADP. Is there anybody I hate at this ADP still? I think Damian Pierce is probably too cheap for the, the run out that Singletary gets hurt or something. I do think that he lost this job fully that Damian Pierce did, which really one of the takes that I would like to, I'd like to give myself more of that because <laughs> I felt like I was on an island with that one. I will never forget somebody like the amount of browbeating I got in our Texans spag sacks video where we spun the randomizer wheel and we got the Texans and had the draft Texans. And they were like, oh, like I think I got like Shroud and Tank Dell in that draft. People are like, oh, you didn't get Damian Pierce over. It's like, okay, I got Stroud, Dell, and Singletary. I don't th I think I got sniped on Nico in that one. But it's like, I got the best parts of the Texans, and I want to talk to all those people now retroactively and go, hmm, <laughs> showed you guys don't have Damian Pierce. Jalen Wright. I don't even know who that is. I need Jalen Warren would have been good, but he's been long gone, obviously. 
Dobbins goes. So I think Mr. Mister just hearing me say names <laughs> and then taking the guy, but JK Dobbins goes, but obviously that's a pick that I think I'm sure we'd have similar feelings on. I'd rather have Dobbins than Dylan than Madison. We know Dobbins has juice. He's obviously got some injuries, but he does have juice. So uh, I think Dobbins is okay to go. I would take him in. Where's, where's the cusp where I would take Dobbins over? I'd probably take Dobbins over Gainwell. Honestly, I, you could talk me into taking him over Gus and Eli Mitchell. Probably not Keaton Mitchell. I think the Keaton Mitchell had an ACL tear, right? So he's probably out for most of next year. Honestly, Dobbins, because he's like he's priced so low because of the double whammy of injury and free agency. But I think Dobbins should probably go somewhere in this range more so. Because like if you're in free agency, like who's the better back you want? I think it's probably Dobbins over Zach Moss. So I think it's very likely that Dobbins gets a better free agency landing spot than Zach Moss. But I don't know. That, that's me. Like I am definitely in the bag for big Dobbins. <laughs> okay. Sure, sure. This this guy here. Go get some Chipotle chips, Mr. Mister. Save some J.K. Dobbins for the rest of us. I'm getting J.K. Dobbins like you're getting Chipotle chips. I'm getting none. I'm not getting enough. I'm going to tweet at J.K. Dobbins and say, hey, I'm not getting enough of you, buddy. All right. We got to get somebody at running back here. This is a dog shit area of running back. Though we do have that bet. Again, I think that somebody's going to benefit in Washington. Don't think Gibson's going to be back in Washington. Chris Rodriguez could be the back. I think it's more likely Brian Robinson. But again, defensive coach, we think we're going to run the ball. We're going to try to establish it. So we always have to do. So that's that's going to be our running back. Running back, though, has thinned out pretty badly here. There's not, we're at this point, you're taking Dylan Labe, who, again, good senior bowl for Dylan Labe so far uh, as an elite pass catcher uh, from New Hampshire. There's really jack shit I think you want down here. Maybe Sean Tucker, if you guys want to chase that for another year when he couldn't even earn a touch. <laughs> I don't know. Will Shipley does look like Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Michael Carter, a sneaky late pick. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I think they, I think it's James Conner again. Uh, I see he, he's a free agent, right? Uh, we'll look at that in a second here. Uh, let's see. I mean, <laughs> at this point, Madison's too cheap, right? <laughs> Cause I believe he's under contract. Uh, but we, we've passed them up for so long now. Madison was so bad. I, I what am I doing here? What am I doing? Stop it, Chris. Stop it. You're you're being a fool. I'm going to take Gibson. I think Gibson can get a pass catcher role somewhere. I think at this point, he's too cheap. At, two, at past 200, I can take Antonio Gibson, but I don't love it. Yoshivas. I know that people love Yoshivas. I do know that. All right, the James Conner spot track. Let me look that up in another tab. It's like the way they used him, I think they're going to run it back in Arizona and just add a wide receiver and hope that they can get results. Uh, he's yeah, he's under contract for next year. Could be a cut candidate, I guess, but I don't know why they would cut him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think Carter's that sneaky. I think Carter's more of a pure handcuff. First RB at 126, Roshan with Fields. I got but oh okay. Wait, you're in this one? I didn't see you. Uh oh, I hear my my child is making noise with his grandma here. Uh, oh, so you're doing a different, you're not, particularly he's not in my draft. He's in a different draft. Uh, but yes, Roshan, I still love, I think he's a good pick. And again, you get the out with Roshan as well. Ben Sinnott goes to Wigglesworth. Yay. Wigglesworth finally made a good, 
<laughs> Good pick. Then Senate, though. The Senate Hive, another one. It's obviously not as strong as the Bowers Hive, but the Senate Hive is here. If anything, I'm more like, because everybody's going to like Brock Bowers. There's not going to be everybody who who's goes, Ben Sinnott's this dude. Um, again, if you haven't done it yet, Ben Sinnott highlights, just put it in YouTube and watch it and have a have a time, man. If you, if you like football, if you are a guy who comes to this channel and goes, Spags holds a football, I trust him because of that. I love football too. Go watch Ben Sinnott highlights and then come back to me and let's watch his ADP start to soar. I love that guy. Labe highlights are kind of fun too. His are like high school highlights. So like the quality of Dylan Labe highlights is real low, man. It is real low. Uh, somebody had a Dobbins chat that I wanted to hit. Another year Dobbins might be healthy. Yay. I think it's still worth the risk, especially now. Like he's so discounted going. I mean, he went past, you know, under 200 here, but he's been going reliably in the 200s every time where I keep going like, oh fuck, I forgot JK Dobbins is here. I should be taking him every draft. I would take him every draft if I like remembered to take JK Dobbins before somebody else does. So I think Dobbins just too cheap. And, um, you know, like I think he's better than Miles Sanders. Obviously the injury, we'll see how that holds up. But, like Miles Sanders got a really good outcome in free agency. He just sucked with it. And then the team was also ass. Uh, but if Dobbins goes to a team that isn't ass and, <laughs> and he doesn't suck, like he's going to land somewhere pretty good in free agency, probably for, you know, five mil a year, maybe. I guess he could probably get Sanders contract because like he's better than Sanders, but, um, but is injured, uh, but a little bit younger, I think. Right. Like Dobbs has got to be 24. I hope. Ooh, 25. Ah, we're getting <laughs> that one year really changes the equation, but it kind of does. Uh, but 25 years old is JK Dobbins. So we're getting to the danger zone. Perhaps, perhaps. We were watching New Hampshire highlights in February, second head. Well, I mean, technically, I was doing it in January, but it was honestly because, like, um, because SIS uh, Sports Info Solutions, of course, which I use for all my college data as well as my NFL data, and I could not uh, recommend more if you have the money to spend on like data and you really want to be a dork about it, like I am. Um, for him, though, like when I saw the numbers for Dylan Labe and that, I was like, I need to watch something of this guy because I don't get what happened here. And he's like, you know, New Hampshire Christian McCaffrey, like he slash, you know, JD McKissick is the comp that I would make. Uh, but like, he's got a lot of juice in the past game. It's just like, you know, a lot of that was, I think the will of the team there. Uh, but you know, like if you're going to go somewhere as a third down back, like I think the Rams need, I think Dylan Labe being this year's Puka for them, uh, would be kind of fun where they use him as the third down back. And then that hurts Kyron. But I, I think that's unlikely because it's such a big leap from New Hampshire. So he's got to he's got to crush the senior bowl. He's got to crush the combine. He's got to crush everything, and then uh, maybe it'll be better. Uh, Roman Wilson now has an ADP. I don't think he should go ahead of Michael Thomas. I think this is a little bit uh, shitty, though. Roman Wilson apparently the Texans GM Nick Casario was uh, already has interviewed Roman Wilson because like he's there at the senior bowl, and uh, Texans now a little bit linked to Roman Wilson, and maybe could be another. Another deep threat. Maybe they're new Noah Brown kind of guy. And now with that, I've talked myself into Roman Wilson. <laughs> Michigan receiver, of course, didn't get a ton of shots downfield because uh, Jim Harbaugh's offense did not force a ton of shots downfield, which is something maybe to monitor for the Chargers. Uh, feels like that offense could constrict a little bit uh, with what he did in terms of the college coaching, really relying on the run game, which will benefit whoever's the running back there, um, which maybe makes this an Isaiah Spiller draft. <laughs> One, one more shot at Isaiah Spiller in the hopes they don't draft another running back. Who are the other round 20 flyers? Mm. None I'd really cape for, I guess. 
Ricky Pearsall's had a pretty good camp. I think Trey Tucker's still good, or a pretty good uh, senior bowl, rather, has Ricky Pearsall. Guy who got kind of propped up by AR the year before last as a deep ball guy, but actually I guess it's looked good enough that maybe uh, he is a better player than like an Alec Pierce. Uh, so Pearsall, Trey Tucker, I think is kind of interesting as a guy that could get more deep routes this year uh, playing outside. Uh, Bo Melton, I don't think there's enough opportunity there for him to really get there. Jaheim Bell at tight end, I think it's interesting. It's kind of a move tight end. Um, but yeah, I think I am actually, you know what? Fuck it. We, we've been talking about, no, I can't take another running back. It'd be insane to take another running back. It'd be literally insane. I would be a crazy person to do that. Can Cedric Tillman get a role in Cleveland? No, he can't. Brendan Rice. Here's another round 20 flyer. I like him. Actually, saw our guy Felix, uh, the former DK Millie Maker winner uh, who loves Najee Harris. He also took a little bit of a share of Brendan Rice. So I think Brendan Rice is a fun one. Uh, has had a good senior bowl as well. And again, numbers were way better at USC than I realized. Um, and he's probably, I think, a little bit undervalued. Don't know how high he's going to go, but could, could sneak into the third round, maybe second round, and have a shot. Final team here. Jalen Hurts, Trevor Lawrence, Bijan Robinson, Chase Brown, Ty Chandler, Tyler Algier, Rico Dowdle, Chris Rodriguez, Antonio Gibson, uh, Garrett Wilson, Malik Neighbors, JSN, Christian Kirk, Gabe Davis, Jalen Polk, Jalen Hyatt, part of the Jalens I've accumulated. <laughs> More Jalens. Jalen Hyatt, Roman Wilson, and Brendan Rice, two guys crushing at the Senior Bowl, and an Evan Ingram and Brock Bowers, two tight ends set here uh, to go with what we have, which I feel pretty okay with. Uh, so that's going to be it's going to be my boys. Should I close it out? <laughs> I'll give I'll give uh, Mister Mister the respect and let him make his pick, but we won't we won't finish everybody out here. We'll just watch Mister Mister's pick and and great silence. So I'll give my plugs here again. Use that promo code Splash if you're not an underdog, and I'm sure if you are watching this video of us drafting in the first day of February, you are probably already an underdog. But if you are not, uh, use that promo code Splash. Double your deposit to 100 bucks. You also get a mystery pick them with that. So do that again if you want to play some DFS. Even if you're just playing underdog, uh, use projections from Stochastic. Also, the Sims tools on there do a great job. A lot of fun to use them for every sport. Again, easy to win money there for some of the lesser sports, in particular PGA. I'd imagine MMA, same thing, because the Sims just aren't as popular yet. Uh, but use the promo code SPLASH or the link in the description to save yourself 15% on Stochastic. And probably check the pinned comment or the pinned chat right now as our guy, Mr. Mr. Takes Izzy Abani Kanda. Uh, but check the uh, check those things because it probably needs your support. Go check it out in the App Store. Download it. Seven-day free trial going. And also can use your five stars and review on there. If you also just want to save 50% for your first month, Use the promo code splash or probably.com slash subscribe. So your choice, free trial for seven days, save 50%. I don't know. What do you choose? Up to you. Choose your own adventure, but but choose it. Choose that. Choose it. <laughs> okay. All right. Matthew loved his draft. Smash that like. Too much pressure. Yes, there we go. Let's close it out. Guys, please uh, come back tomorrow. Get another draft coming up. Not going to do anything for the actual football season, but we will be doing another draft. So subscribe down below every day, Monday to Friday at 11 a.m. I'll be doing a draft in 2024. This is draft number four. Tomorrow will be draft number five. It's going to keep going on here until we draft every day. And Lord knows I'm not going to give up with this quest. So uh, help me out. Subscribe down below. Leave a comment. Hit the like button and all that. Uh, thank you to all these fine folks who helped me put on the show. If you want to become a member, support the channel. And also get some custom things coming up. Some VIP things coming up as well. We're going to do some members only drafts in the future here in the near future. Uh, so hit that button down below, join $4.99 a month. Get also access to my data, uh, other things that I share throughout the course of the year and, and these spags rankings, which I was already taking a look at. Uh, we'll try to make them exportable for underdog. If you want to do that this year, it's going to be what I'm going to try to figure out. So uh, that is coming up for the paying members. Uh, appreciate all you guys being here. Follow me at Chris Spags. Follow the show at Splash Play Pod. You rule for watching this video. Thank you for doing it. And I'll see you guys again soon. So enjoy your days and uh, good luck. Bye. <laughs>